Today we're going to be talking about the Pittsburgh salad. It's something that's eaten all over western Pennsylvania, and I suppose every community calls it by their own community name, the Newcastle salad, the Beaver Falls salad, whatever, but it's very common all around western Pennsylvania in restaurants, small restaurants, big restaurants, whatever. This is the salad that you're likely to get if you order a specific salad. And what that specific salad would be, would be, say, a grilled chicken salad. You go into a restaurant in the Pittsburgh area, you order a grilled chicken salad, and it's going to come with lettuce, tomatoes, carrots, maybe cucumbers sometimes, sometimes onions, maybe an olive, a bunch of chicken, a bunch of french fries, and a lot of cheese on the top. That's what your salad's going to be. Not very salad-like, I suppose. It's more like a meal that should last you two to three days. So today, we're going to tell you how to make them yourself and maybe make them a little bit healthier yourself, but we're going to tell you how to make them yourself and talk a little bit about the history of them. Um, We make these at home all the time. This is something that we really like to have, mainly because everyone in my family has some kind of an issue or they're a picky eater or whatever. We have people that are lactose intolerant. We have people that are citric acid intolerant or allergy or whatever. I personally hate lettuce. Some of us hate all vegetables, (laughs) such as the person across the mic for me. So even the person that hates all vegetables can enjoy this meal because they just eat the french fries and meat that you cook. So there you go. Still in good shape. I found a nice blog post on Serious Eats. Uh, It was written by Sarah Gray, and it's really, really a good post. It's called Pittsburgh Rare, A Culinary History of the Steel City. And in the article, part of it is addressing the Pittsburgh salad in a section called Fries, Fries, and More Fries. And one of the things that is becoming, I don't know, I guess what Pittsburgh is known for outside of Pittsburgh, we don't think too much of it in the area, but outside of Pittsburgh, it's known for, um, they say we put fries on everything. We really don't put fries on everything. We put fries on a lot of stuff. Okay. We put (laughs) fries on a lot of stuff and we put a lot of stuff on fries. You got to look at it that way too. Okay. Mm -hmm. So there's a restaurant in Pittsburgh called Primanis and it was a lunch counter that used to serve the people bringing produce into the strip district all hours of the night. So they made these sandwiches that basically had everything on it. So a truck driver or a person working on the train or whatever could just run in there and grab this thing and they would have their meat, potatoes, salad, all on a sandwich. And they're fantastically delicious. I love them. But that's one of the things Pittsburgh is known for putting fries on. And it is known as the Pittsburgh sandwich now. And you can get those at Permanis, and um, they have many, many different combinations of things you can get. And they all have fries and coleslaw on them, and um, sometimes picky people request to have those things on the side, and then we make fun of them. But (laughs) that's one of the things that Pittsburgh is known for. The other thing is this particular salad that we're talking about. And uh, a lot of restaurants, for example, there's a lot of chain restaurants around here that are old, like Eaton Park, King's, um, those sort of things. That's like a staple on their menu. And they just call it a steak salad or a chicken salad. 
and that's what you're getting. You're getting fries and cheese on it also. In this blog post that Sarah Gray writes, she says, In case it isn't clear, fries are a big deal in Pittsburgh. We put them on everything. It wasn't until I graduated from college and moved to New York that I realized most Americans don't put hot french fries on their salads. The Pittsburgh salad was and remains a local staple, as likely to be found at chains like Eaton Park as independent cafes. Yet it's virtually unknown outside of western Pennsylvania, and this is remarkably true. And she also says, if salads are meant to be light, healthy alternatives to a meat and potatoes meal, the Pittsburgh salad turns this on its head. A true Pittsburgh salad is a bowl full of deeply satisfying contrast. Crisp iceberg lettuce, cucumbers, tomatoes, maybe some onions, and a hot steak or grilled chicken sliced up served on the top of that. Uh, A generous handful of crispy fries and a mound of shredded cheese on top. And don't forget the dressing and croutons. It's best eaten quickly while these contrasts are at their height, though Pittsburgh restaurants' famously massive proportions can make this difficult. Uh, There's legends about where the salad started. One of them is Jerry's Curb Service, which is located in a little place called Bridgewater. It's a really neat old drive-in restaurant. Really, really neat. They have this great big giant sign and an arrow that points to it. It says, eat here. So if you're going down the highway, if you're going down the highway and you're not sure where Jerry's curb service is, when you get near Bridgewater, look for this giant arrow sign that says, eat here. You'll find it. But they say that they're the originator of the sandwich. In the 1960s, a customer came in and placed an order. They wanted a steak sandwich with no bun, and they just wanted the fries, and salad dressing all together. So the wife of the owner, Donna Reed, placed the order. She saw the man cut this thing all up and mix it together and put salad dressing on it. Uh, Says Sarah Gray, curious about this rather odd concoction, Donna decided to try it herself. But Donna put hers on top of a bed of lettuce. Ha ha, that was it. So they say. It's a good story, isn't it, replies Jerry's corporate manager, Dave Guido. But nobody really knows where the salads come from. Not even Rick Seaback knows where the salads come from. He says, I don't remember who told me this, but so much of food history is written on Jello. <laughs> so we don't know where it comes from, but we know where it is and we like it. So that's, we're going to tell you how to make one. Anna and I do farm, a couple of farm markets here. We do one in Elwood City. That's on Beaver Avenue. And we do one in Lawrenceville at the Arsenal Park that's located very near to Children's Hospital. And at farm markets, you can find all sorts of things. And the vegetables are really, really starting to come in right now. So it's really easy to find a lot of vegetables to put in your Pittsburgh salad. I was able to find um, at the Elwood City Market, Spurduti's had these really nice, great big onions and um, nice bell peppers. Spurduti's not only goes to the Elwood City Farmer's Market, but they also have their own farm market on their farm on Kildew Road in Newcastle. It's a really nice little place. They have all kinds. They grow, I mean, good grief. They grow things I've never even heard of. So it's a it's a really nice farm market. Um, the Elwood Market is nice. They have lots of good vendors. So it's a good place to check out. So that's what we got from them. And then from the Lawrenceville Farmer's Market, there are several people there that sell vegetables and fruits. One of them is the Dillner Family Farm. They have a really nice selection of things. And I got bib lettuce there, tomatoes, and cucumbers. There's a nice little booth. It's called the Tiny Seed Farm. 
and they have some interesting, they have a little bit more interesting variety of vegetables that most people grow. So we got their radishes and peppers, really nice radishes we got. And then Grateful Life Farm, which is a farm that's located up near Kennerdale in the mountains in Pennsylvania. They come down to Lawrenceville and they have different sorts of organic meats and vegetables and they had kale. So I got some kale from them. We got eggs from my brother-in-law. You should put eggs in a Pittsburgh salad. They should have eggs in them. Um, (laughs) When you see the pictures that we took, it's a ridiculous amount of stuff. Okay. If, if you've never been to Western Pennsylvania, it will not resemble a salad to you. <laughs> we made uh, two kinds of meat for our salads. We made chicken. We grilled chicken and we grilled steak. And then we seasoned the chicken with a barbecue rub that I got at the Lawrenceville Farmer's Market from Steel City or um, 412 Barbecue. And they have rubs and really good barbecue sauce. Jeez. But I got this rub. It's called Steel City Seasoning. And it was really, really good. I put it on the chicken and we grilled it. We really liked it a lot. That's one of the things about these salads. Um, there's a restaurant that we go to in Newcastle called Tanner's, which is really good and makes an excellent Pittsburgh salad. But you can get your meat seasoned any way you want to. You can have Greek seasoning. You can have Cajun seasoning. You can have Italian seasoning. You can have it breaded, not breaded, grilled, fried, baked, whatever you want. And people, and they use shrimp, steak, lamb, and chicken. So lots of variety of meats. So you basically, I mean, it's unlimited what you can do with this thing. But we uh, used the chicken and we used this uh, 412 barbecue rub and grilled it. And then I made oven fries for the fries because that's usually what we make is um, our own homemade oven fries. So I'm going to give you the recipe for that because they're not very hard to do. And they actually come out, uh, if you do it like this, they come out really good. Um, They get pretty crispy. We used russet, well, I used russet potatoes this time. I use all different kinds of potatoes. The russet potatoes got so fluffy inside. They were really, the oven fries were really good. For those, what I did, I took a fourth cup of olive oil, a tablespoon of Romano, grated Romano cheese, a half teaspoon of garlic powder, a half teaspoon of onion powder, a fourth teaspoon of salt, an eighth teaspoon of pepper. And I mixed that together. And then I took five russet potatoes. They were like maybe, I don't know, five inches long each. And I cut them into fries. I scrubbed, well, I washed them, cleaned them, scrubbed them, did not peel them, cut them into fries, and I rinsed them in a bowl of water, and then I drained them and patted them dry, and then I put them in a plastic bag, and I poured the olive oil mixture over them and shook them, rubbed them, and got it all around on them, and then I took those fries, and I um, took a cookie sheet, and I sprayed it with cooking spray, and wiped that around with a paper towel just to make sure, like a little extra no-stick protection. And then I poured the fries, the coated fries, onto that pan, and I baked them in a 400 oven. Um, I used a convection oven, and it took about 30 minutes. Uh, I put it at 400, so it was baking at 375. But if you just put it in a regular 400 oven, which I've also done, it takes just about the same amount of time, about 30 to 40 minutes and they come out really good. So that's what we used on our salad to make it slightly healthier. (laughs) So when you assemble the salad, this is the way we do it at the max, okay? Because I, like I said, we have a big family and not everyone likes everything. And I've 
traditionally done this with my children their entire lives, and people have made fun of me because they say I'm catering to them and they won't try different things, but I feel like everybody should have something they like on the table. So we had kale, bib lettuce, and spinach for the greens for our salads. We had tomatoes, cucumbers, carrots, radishes, onions, olives, I forgetting anything? Eggs to cut up. I had moz- shredded mozzarella cheese. And I did not have, I didn't have celery. I just looked on my list. I'm like, oh, I forgot celery. Well, I guess we have to do it again. <laughs> but I like to have a lot of things. And we don't mix our salad ahead of time. We put everything in bowls so people can put whatever they want in their salad, which isn't that much more really, because your your bowls are going to be very dirty. You just rinse them out and dry them, you know, but it just makes it nicer because it lets people put on what they want to put on. So what we do is we put the greens on our plates. We put the assorted vegetables on top, cut your, cut an egg up and put it around on the top and then cut up your meat and put that over the top, put your fries on, then sprinkle your cheese on the top and then put your salad dressing on. Voila. You just made a Pittsburgh salad. It's not very hard. And it's like I said, it's really good. You can use any kind of meat that you want to. And if you don't want to eat meat, you can leave the meat off and just do the potatoes and cheese and whatever. So pretty easy, pretty easy combination. And a salad consisted of meat and potatoes. That was it. So, yep. And it was delicious. <laughs> so that's the Pittsburgh salad and Mary Mac oven fries. And I'd like to thank Sarah Gray for giving me permission to use her article from uh, Serious Eats which is, it's a great article. If you want to read the whole thing, it's really, really humorous, great article. And I want to thank everybody at the farmer's markets for allowing me to take pictures of them to put up on my Facebook page and um, website. And I want to thank everyone who, it's hard work farming and it's hard work going to a farm market. So when you already have a farm to take care of and already have all the things to do that you do and you're willing to take the time to load your vegetables up and bring them to a farm market to sell to everybody to make it convenient for them that's just amazing to me because I know how much work it is for me to go to the farmer's market and I'm not also picking the vegetables (laughs) you know so I, I just I really appreciate it I appreciate Um, being able to go to a farm market and get fresh things like that. So I encourage you, check your area. Uh, Farm markets are so popular. They're just popping up everywhere. There's a brand new one in the suburbs of Pittsburgh in an area called Bellevue that looks really nice. They're all around. I know um, just about every city that I've visited in the United States has a farmer's market. So if you have never gone to one to buy produce or buy anything, go check one out. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. They're very nice. I wonder if they have, I know they have big markets um, in other parts of the world like this, but I wonder if they're anything like the American farmer's market. I, I don't, I don't know. I've been to them. And what I remember in Europe that they were more like an, just an outdoor grocery store, which Farmers markets are kind of like that, I guess. But I don't know. There's a lot of entertainment. Like now at farmers markets, you go, they're going to have a band. They're going to have things for kids to do, stuff like that. I mean, it's just like a family adventure, I guess. So take some time next weekend and go to the farmers market. And if you're in the Western Pennsylvania and you want to visit us, come to the Elwood City Farmers Market or the Lawrenceville Farmers Market. You'll see us there. So 
try out one of these Pittsburgh salads. It's a perfect time to do it. The summer, vegetables are on, everything's coming on. Let me know how you liked it. Mary Mac mixes can be found at MaryMacPodcast.com, Mary Mac Bakehouse on Facebook and Instagram, and Mary Mac Mixes on Twitter. And at the farmers markets and some other places that we'll tell you about later because it was really cool. Oh, we forgot. We have things at the Fawn Bell General Store now in Fawn Bell. We'll have to look that up on the map. I can't even tell you where it is. <laughs> it's kind of by Portersville in Elwood City around there. <laughs> the Standing Chimney will be open on August 5th for the month of August opening. So you can stop in and check us out there. Well, we'll have the recipe for the oven fries up on our website, marymacpodcast.com. And you can print out a recipe card and make it for yourself. Thanks a lot for listening if you did, and if you didn't, too bad for you.